Hey guys, this is Arun. This is Shiv. This is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And welcome to Who Got Next, episode 21. Um, so for our first topic, um, I'd like to discuss this James, James Harden, Harden and Nets. Um, uh, they, they're looking really good. James Harden and KD, they've been looking really good. Played two games together, and they've been they've been really really efficient. Kyrie's coming back tonight, so we'll see how that plays out. They're playing right now, playing against the Cavs. So we'll see how the chemistry is between Kyrie and Harden. But how is Harden looking to you guys on in, in this Nets uniform? Are you guys liking it so far? What are you guys liking? What are you guys seeing? So what's up with this? I mean, I haven't really paid, atten- uh, paid much attention to uh, James Harden. I saw the debut game, and they play – him and uh, KD play so well together that – my, like Abby's concern was last week is what happens when you put the third guy in and we're going to see what the third guy does today but like the way I think James Harden's game is a little bit more advanced than we thought it was because he's when he gets the ball he's not dribbling as much as he was he's getting the quick passes he's making the smart passes he made one pass where you know he draw the defender in and then made a made it easy for uh, DeAndre Jordan to get the dunk, right? And then he missed a shot. He went for his own rebound, kicked out to KD. KD hit a three. Like, this is like a different James Harden because he just seems like he's happy to play basketball again. So, like, I that's what I liked out of what I'm seeing from James Harden. It's like he looks like he's happy playing basketball again. And I picked the Nets to go to the finals and win the finals and – the way the team's playing right now, that's what it looks like. They look like they can win the NBA Finals. But, obviously, we got to see what happens with the third guy. I mean, I agree with Shaitan. Uh, I had high hope. I, I told you, if if Nets could turn with Kyrie, that we're about to see him play tonight. But if they could figure out how to play together, they're going to be a lethal team. Um and the way I've seen Ky- uh, James Harden and Kevin Durant play together, um, especially in the last game, who was, who was that against? Uh, the Bucks, right? Yeah. Down the stretch, it, you have James Harden scoring, then you have Kevin Durant scoring, then you have James Harden. This was all in the four. They were just taking back-to-back turns on scoring against the um, Bucks, and the, the Bucks could do absolutely nothing about it. Um, this looks like a champion-caliber team. And the way it's looking, you throw Kyrie into that mix. Um, Kyrie might get a, a couple less touches, but I, I think Kyrie's willing to, you know, sacrifice a little part of his game, sap- sacrifice a couple possessions, a couple shots uh, to make it work. And I think they're ready. Um, they're making the they're making the finals, no doubt about it. Um, I don't know if they'll be. Oh, I like that. But um, I look, Abby, I had the, I had Nets making it before Harden. Oh, I, I know I give it to you. Uh, I, yeah, you guys, you two have been on this. Arun, what do you? The way the way it's looking, Abby, I I might just give the edge to the Nets right now, to Brooklyn right now. Um, obviously Lakers are should and are going to make some changes. Obviously they're still in you know a relaxed mode kind of, and even in the relaxed mode, um, they're still number one in both conferences. They're playing amazing, but. 
they still need to make a couple trades or one trade. They need another big man and a, sh- and a shooter. We saw that against the Warriors game. Um, uh, LeBron had the chance to end that game, but he couldn't. Um, so, yeah, Lakers definitely need another big, big man and a closer, uh, a, a spot-up shooter. So, Arun, what, did, what did you think? What do you think so far of uh, – Honestly, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy that James Harden is finally happy and he's playing with his uh, former teammate in Kevin Durant. So I'm really happy that they're they're linked up again because I remember when I was a kid growing up, I used to watch them on OKC, and it was amazing. But now, like James Harden said, they're grown men now. Their game has evolved. They're much better players than they were uh, back when they teamed up in OKC. So I'm excited to see what this team could do in the long term, um, meaning how far they could get in, in the postseason. They already beat one of the top teams in the East, the Bucks with only KD and um, Harden, no Kyrie, and the Bucks put up a great fight. They're, uh, they're all-star players, superstar players played well. Giannis had 34. Drew Holiday had 22. Chris Milton also poured in 25. So the Bucks played very good that night, and they still came up short against a shorthanded net. So I'm really excited to see what this Nets team could okay, do. Okay, so... Because I still have them making the finals. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, I've always made this argument for this Brooklyn team that two will work. Three is where it won't. Mm-hmm. So I'll still Somebody, stand... Yeah, yeah. Still standing three, by that. I'm still standing by that. Somebody's going to have to make sacrifices. I, this is not Kevin Love, and this is not Chris Bosh. Yeah. Kyrie is not viewing himself, in my opinion. Obviously, I don't know the guy... We can only go by what we – Kyrie felt equal to LeBron in Cleveland. Just put that into perspective. So he felt equal to LeBron. You really – he may think he's less than Kevin Durant, which is like, come on now, common sense. Like Kevin Durant is a it's, – it's just amazing to see what he's doing. 18 months, hasn't played ball, averaging 30 points. Um, But I don't think he sees himself less than James Harden. And I don't think you're going to see this right now anyways. Like they're playing the Cavs today, then they play the Cavs again Friday. You're gonna f- find this out within maybe like three weeks. You gotta play real games, in my opinion, with these guys together. But so, do you guys think James Harden, Katie, in this squad is good, or all three is better? See, my thing is, can Kyrie change? No, I I, 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 I don't think Kyrie will change. I think James Harden will. See, because if if either of them can change, like I've seen Kyrie go seven for twelve from three point range, if he's okay, like if he was okay doing that, amazing. I've even seen James Harden do the same thing. If either of them is okay with like, you know, those back screens, like rolling off screens and being wide open for threes, and just popping off like that, it would be absolutely. Will, and James Harden will. James Harden is the new player joining the new franchise, joining the new uh, team offense. I think he's willing to do what it takes to change because whatever he was doing in Houston obviously didn't work year in, year out. So he knows that he has to switch out. He has to change something. Kyrie's a little more hard-headed, plus Kyrie is an actual point guard. So the ball realistically should be in his hand most of the game. KD, we know, is not a ball-dominant player. He can, you know, he can, he can catch and shoot. He's very efficient off the ball. Um, so KD is not really a factor. So it's between, it comes down to between Harden and Kyrie, who's going to 
handle the ball more, who's going to become more of a spot-up shooter and have to work off the ball. And I think that'll be uh, James Harden. And I think wait, James wait, so Harden... Who do you think should be bringing up the ball and be should be playing that point guard role, Shavon? Who do you think? Harden or Kyrie? Kyrie. Kyrie? Really? Yeah. That's I, interesting. I think, I think it should be Harden. I think it should be Harden as well. I, just I, because... I, I don't think it will be Harden. Wow. Yeah. It, it could be both of them. I don't think they will have like a true point guard, but I think it should be, I feel like it should be Harden uh, bringing up the ball and making decisions with the ball. I feel like if, he's if better with that. you have James Harden bringing up the ball, uh, where does that leave Kyrie? That's the point. That's the yep. point of the sacrifice. Where does that leave Somebody's going to have to sacrifice. He has to be quiet. And as a point guard, I don't see why Kyrie would have to make that sacrifice. I think James Harden is going to have to make that sacrifice um, or else Kyrie's just going to become more of a... Kyrie has to become a Maybe maybe someone off the bench. I mean, I, I doubt they would bench a player. Uh, oh play hell like- no! Oh hell no! Could you? I thought <laughs> about it. The- I thought about it though. Could you imagine how lethal no. Kyrie would be off the bench? Don't yeah, even, if you don't really, even think that. I know. I know. It's not going to happen. But could you imagine how lethal he would be? You don't. That would be amazing. Three. Yeah, exactly. You don't need all three on the court at the same time. Like Abby, to your point, it would actually be detrimental to their offense to have them all on the court at I'm the same time. I'm telling you, I like James Harden and KD better than Kyrie and KD. Oh, me too. So, me too. yeah, I think we all would agree with that. These two are better than the other two. But the key word is two. I, if these two, if there's two, they can go to the finals, they can win it all, in my opinion. These three, I just can't. And then people have, uh, like, for example, Matt Barnes uh, the other day, he, he said that I would trade Kyrie, get depth. And then there you go. Go from there. Thing is, I don't see anyone doing that. I legit don't see after what this man just did. And Kyrie just gave his explanation. And all of us were like kind of iffy on commenting on it because we didn't know. Well, now we know that he said he just needed a pause. He said Mm -hmm. that um, personal reasons, family and whatever. And then you see like how he donated a $1.5 million house to George Floyd family. Like, Like that's the... That's the stuff that, like, that's amazing to see him do that. But then you got to see that everybody else is probably also trying to make a difference with all the uh, things going on in the community, social. Yeah, you know, I, I, get, I get all that. I get that Kyrie, you know, like, yo, he has to take all, like, you know, he has whatever, maybe mental, mental health oh. is going on. There's like a bunch of stuff going on. I know that. But at the end of the day, you are getting paid millions exactly. yeah. to do your job. You know, like I, everyone has a lot of things going on in their life, but you still got to show up and, you know, do your job. You're getting paid for a certain job. You got to show up and do it. It's, it's as simple as that. Like, it's great. He's doing all these other things off the court, but you have a duty to your fans, to the NBA community, to your teammates, you know, to show up. So I don't think that excuses him and his, Behavior has been inexcusable. So, so do you guys think this is gonna work? No, I'm sticking to it. I will admit, if I'm the only way I will be proven wrong is if these three win a ring. They win a ring this year or even next year. If they win a ring, I was wrong. But until I see it, there's no way in hell I'm going to believe because this has never happened in NBA history. Unless I'm forgetting something, I've never seen a team with this much like iso firepower ever like lebron the d wade yes but chris bosh was not this lebron Kyrie, love love was not this and love was also uh someone injured abby i told you this has potential to be one of the greatest super teams in history 
if they all work together, nobody should stop them. If they all work together, Shavam, I completely agree with you. This but Clay, Durant, Steph, Clay, we've seen it. Shavam has said it over and over again. The man scored 60 with what? Less than 10 dribbles. Kyrie yeah. ain't doing that. Kyrie ain't doing that. See, that's my- why. And Clay is the most one of the most unselfish players, one of my favorite players, one of our favorite players. He plays defense. He shoots the he may get 10 shots up, but he didn't you never heard him complain once. And he plays and he guards the best player on the team. Yep. And so I don't, I don't, I don't. And Draymond was there. Obviously, he doesn't give a shit if he scores or not. So he was the whole glue guy or whatever. But I'm t- I, what Shaq and Kobe, that's two guys. Um, Gary Payne, Carmelo, that doesn't really count. They were at the end of their prime. Um, who else? The Spurs. The Spurs. What about the Showtime Lakers? Showtime Lakers has Magic and Kareem. And Magic is a point guard. He does not, he does not care about scoring. So and that's James why Worthy was always catching everything. And then it, the and then, yeah, James Worthy, they all knew their place. I'm telling you, if I'm wrong, I will completely admit it. They will prove me completely wrong. I just cannot. And everything's great right now. They're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. They should beat them by 30 today, to be honest. Cleveland ain't that good. They should play Friday. They should beat them by 30 again. They're playing they Jared Allen. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, please. Yo, Jared, Jared Allen was a huge loss. My yep. opinion. Yep. I agree. Especially in the East, in the postseason, you're going to need a, a big man like him. The only good thing Guard that the Brooklyn and... Nets did was they were able to keep Joe Harris. Because that man's a straight sniper. That dude's straight lethal. So, here's my question. Say Greg Popovich or Phil Jackson was coaching this team, and they go to Kyrie and say, Kyrie, this is the best, like, coming off the best bench is the best thing for the team. Would he listen to it in instead of, you know, Steve Nash. Yeah. I think no disrespect to Steve Nash. I think that was the worst thing they could have ever done. If, if you got a guy who was a player, he his knowledge is probably insane. But let's be honest there. You got Mike D'Antoni there. You got him there. Like, I don't see like a figure. You can't have a rookie coach with these three players on your team. Like, I just can't see that happening. Even like for example, LeBron went to Cleveland. David Black got shipped out of there in one year, and then they got Ty Lue. So Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr got um, Mark Jackson developed them, and then Steve Kerr took over. That's different, I mean, in my opinion. That that's a big thing, but also Steve Kerr was a former GM in Phoenix before prior to. So he he was a GM, then he went back to TV, and then he became a head coach. At least he had experience working with players and like trading players and building a team. Okay, uh, this is kind of um, a little random, but you guys uh, a couple podcasts ago I said that you know if KD was to bring a chip to Brooklyn, he would earn my respect. Um, I'm sorry if he wins another ring. Um, to me, still <laughs> that he can carry a team still doesn't earn my respect in that category as a leader. Um, obviously, I know he's probably the greatest scorer in NBA history, um, but still, he's not getting my. So this this ring doesn't count uh, for him or Harden then. Yeah. Um. No. It, it for uh, for either of them for Kyrie for James Harden for KD. Like, congrats! You had the, probably the two greatest ISO scorers of all time on the same team. Um. They still have depth. They did lose a little depth for um Harden, but they still got. One of the craziest benches. They they still have a great team, um, a super team. Abby, I don't care what you say. That that is a super team. That is three guaranteed Hall of Famers, 
all in the starting lineup. Yeah, that's uh, a super team for sure. That's it's a super team. team if it all comes together. That's the only argument I'm trying to make here. I, I don't know if people understand. I'm not saying you guys don't understand. On paper, that, this is a super team. On, that's paper, what, paper, yeah. on, per- on paper, in terms of just if you build a roster and you see this, this may be the greatest on paper team ever made. I'll give you guys that. In my opinion, yeah. Right now, yeah, it is. I'll say well, these all- three. These three, as if you're just evaluating them three overall, is greater than Katie, Steph, Clay, yeah. Draymond. For but the, yeah, not not obviously not factoring in chemistry issue. Uh, but chemistry. if you made me pick, like yo, that that team is playing and this team is playing, who would I put my money on? I would pick the Warriors. Okay, yeah, no, th- th- that's understandable. But like, like Arun said, on paper. So yeah. if this team is to win, I, I, I don't really give them much credit because congrats, you did what you're supposed to because you have the most offensive firepower that any team in the league has. Um, but we know that doesn't mean that, you know, having all that firepower equates to the chip. Okay, so let me ask you this question because you're a Lakers fan. Well, not even a Lakers fan, you're a LeBron fan. So I would say this to Arun and you. If LeBron James and the Lakers beat this team, meet in the final, let's say hypothetically they meet in the finals, and LeBron wins this, beats them, would this be solidified goat, great- undisputed goat? I already no, 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 have no, no, number two. If he beats, show me a team that Michael Jordan beat that you can compare to this team. So we're not even. So I, I was just gonna ask: Is this his greatest accomplishment? No, it's not. I, I don't know if it's his greatest accomplishment. Accomplishment. Because I still think coming down from coming back from three one against the greatest NBA record team, unanimous MVP, Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry was his greatest chip. But if he wins this year, then I'm going to put him number one over Michael Jordan. Arun, what what would you say? Because you're you're actual Lakers fan. Would this be LeBron's greatest accomplishment? Yeah. Nah, simply for the fact that he's not coming. Well, we don't know yet, but he's not coming down from 3-1. But I remember last week, uh, I asked you guys, does this team have more firepower than the Warriors with KD? What do you guys still think? Because yeah. I think this this Nets team has way more firepower than that Warriors team. Yeah, firepower. Harden and Kyrie, Yeah, they greatly outweigh Clay people Thompson. Keep, people keep forgetting, Joe Harris is the fourth guy, and he is uh, he's one of the greatest shooters in the game. Yeah. Chaitan, what do you think? What would you say? In terms of which question? The qu- first question where if LeBron, I think you probably side with the 3-1 argument also. Yeah, I side with that. It, the fact that LeBron literally drops a triple-double in Game 7 has probably the most iconic play of the decade. Can you, other than probably Bam Adebayo's block at the end of regulation with uh, against Celtics, like on Tatum against, yeah. against Jason Tatum, what other defensive play do you always remember in the playoffs? It's LeBron's block. So probably the that's probably the most iconic play of the last decade against the best team in the last decade, and he dropped the triple double in Game Seven. On top of that, he uh, 40 points in game five or game six. I think it was six. In game six, him and Kyrie going for give 41 points in game yeah. six. It it was incredible. It's okay. okay, so let me change it. Let me change it up a little bit. I think you guys will all probably say this. Is are the Brooklyn Nets right now? So right now, Kyrie's currently on the team. Right now, they're the best team in the East. Hands down. 
Yeah, I would say so. Uh, On paper, Abby, they are the best team in the league. Oh, okay. On paper. Best team in the league. On paper. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't say they are the best team. Right now, I still have Lakers as number one. But on paper, if you were to just look at rosters – yeah. Okay, so because, so let me let me let me rephrase it then since we all agree they should be number one on uh which team I'm gonna say only in the Eastern Conference, because obviously they have to get through that. Which team now, right now, without anything changing, has the best shot of taking them down? Chaitan, I'll start with you. Which team has the best chance to take them down right now? You know what team? What team? Oh, you know what I want to say. What so team? That. Say it. Philly. Oh, say it. I need to because who's stopping Joel? Exactly. Other Who than exactly? issues, who's stopping Joel? Nobody. They traded Jared. Well, doesn't team. average forty points a game. Oh God. Joel should be eating up DeAndre Jordan. I don't care. Listen, I I still don't really buy into the Philly hype, but. So so Shabam, okay, fine. He said uh, the Sixers. Who would your second team be? Um, to beat Brooklyn, I would say the Milwaukee Bucks, just because oh, of just because sure. of their size. Oh, don't See, say that. I, I have, no, I have a lot of criticism against Milwaukee right now. I have criticism against one that? one player only and one player only. I know, I know. I, listen, I, I told you, I, I had Brooklyn. Brooklyn is number two in the East, in my opinion, but. To beat Brooklyn, I just think Milwaukee with their size is a better matchup. Arun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Sixers. I've been saying Embiid should be licking his chops every time he plays the Nets, just because he he should he should live in the paint. And on top of that, you also have an elite defender in Ben Simmons. So I think he could he could definitely shut down one of not shut down, but definitely slow down um more of the three all stars or super. Stars on okay, the so this so the Sixers. This is a good transition for us for this because we said the Sixers name. So now, obviously, James Harden has been traded. Now, basically, based around the league, the name that people keep bringing up, obviously, because their record is trash. They're not playing well. They're like not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal. Which team needs Bradley Beal? I said it before when we we're talking about it. It's Dallas. It's plain and simple. They're one piece away. No matter how many they it, their record doesn't show their record. What are they at right now? They are six and seven. They've lost three in a row. And last yeah. year they had the most. Well, they've, they've had a lot of COVID issues. They've had a lot of COVID issues. Agreed, but they've also had the most efficient offense last year. And they're losing these close. Uh, some of these games are close. Other than the ones that, like, I know Josh Richardson's out with COVID. That's their starting uh, small forward. And I there, there was a game that uh, Tim Hardaway just went 0 for 12. They need someone to be that second scorer, and I think Bradley Beal is that guy. Arun, what do you think? I, I, like, I like Bradley Beal on the Mavs, but just to change it up, I'm going to say a different team. I'm going to go with... The Miami Heat. Miami Heat need a player who could just go out and get them a bucket whenever they need to. They, I mean, they have Jimmy Butler. They still have those youngins, uh, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. But they need that one guy in the postseason that could just go iso ball and just get you a bucket after bucket. 
And I think Miami has the assets to even acquire um, Bradley Beal. So I would love to see that happen. Okay, have it, let me try to rephrase this. What team with Bradley Beal can now challenge the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, it will have to be somebody in the East, right? So Yeah, somebody in the East. Which team with Bradley Beal can now challenge the Brooklyn Nets? Philly. That's the team, I'm, that's oh the team I was God. looking for right there. That's the team. That would be filthy. You, you think Philly has – That won't happen, though. Yeah. I'm Unless they to... trade Simmons and – I would trade Simmons. I would trade Simmons. I would trade Simmons. Simmons. Give me Bradley would... Beal and beat Seth Curry, Tobias Harris on my team. I think they go to the finals. Simmons right now is averaging 12 points a game. Yo, I'm done with two players. I'm. I'll just say this right now. I'm done with two players right now. I'll just go out on the limb and say it. Ben Simmons. I'm so done with him, in so, terms so, of so. offensive ability. Man, air ball the three pointer. I'm sorry. It's, it's just so trash, bro. It's, it's so, so bad bad. shooting. It's so. I don't know what you're working out, what workouts you're doing, what trainer you have. Whatever How could you're it be doing. that bad. It's so. It, it amazes me. And then the other guy. I'm sorry. I. I it's early, but bro, Giannis, bro, what the you you're. I mean, this is your, that's your guy. I'm almost yo, Shiv, I'm telling you, the, the Bucks are my team to win the whole damn thing, but I'm so close. I'm so close. It's only game what, like 13, 14, 15? I'm so close to be. I don't know. You you guys were all watching the Bucks game versus the Nets. I'm pretty sure I, I know you were. The yeah. ending of that game, Giannis was on the other side of the court. He was never even in the play. Chris Middleton dribbled the ball, took fadeaway three-pointer, almost went in, almost went in, and they lost. Bro, this this guy he he he's not he's not gonna be able to do it in my opinion. I I didn't say he himself, but that t- that Bucks team is that's a big team. They're all a bunch of big players, and that's what Brooklyn lacks is size, which is why I give Milwaukee the best chance of um taking down um the Nets. Nets. But I mean, I, I I get the argument. Like they're such a big team. But if your guy can't close out a game, and New and Brooklyn mm-hmm. has three guys, I'm yep. three guys that can close out a game. Yeah, we criticize James Harden so much about his game, but now he gets he plays with two guys that can help him close out a game. He's not going to be tired in the playoffs as much as he is all the time. If I, you're telling me that okay. We, if Milwaukee's up like 10 points going into the fourth quarter against Brooklyn, I would still put my money on the Nets. That's how confident I am. Like I there they might have the size, but if Giannis can't close out a game, I there's no point of double teaming him. If if Chris Middleton's hot, I will double team him. If if Drew Holiday's hot, I'll double team him. If, Gian, if Giannis can't sh- prove that he can shoot the three or get his own offense. Bro, he went one for a 10 from the free throw line against the Mavs. It's so sickening. And that too. Like, I will hack-a-shack him. Great. <laughs> like, I will just line up people, come off the bench, be like, okay, you got six fouls, use them all. I'm going to be honest right now. I'm going to give the MVP of the Bucks team right now to Chris Middleton. That man's balling. Yep. Chris Middleton, right now, it's so blasphemous to possibly even say the best player on that team playing. The best player playing right now on the Bucks team is Chris Middleton. Can uh, we also need to emphasize this? Two years ago, we criticized Chris Middleton for not showing up in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Last playoffs, he showed up more than Giannis did. Yeah, before even when this he got regular hurt. season, Chris Middleton is showing up more than Giannis's. Yep. Chris Middleton is a second round pick. 
Yep. This man worked his ass off. Detroit just traded him away. Just yeah. they're like, yeah, no, you're not going to be anything. He, I think he went 50, 40, 90 from, yeah. and the dude can play ball. It, it's it's Fly, it, but he can it, ball. It, he's a big player, and he has one of the craziest mid-range jump shots yep. I've ever seen. He can be running down full court and just stop at any point and pull up for the shot. You need a jump shot in today's league, which is why I've always been skeptical of Philly because the offense runs – through Embiid and Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons can't shoot a shot to save his life, which is why I'm still skeptical. I, I understand why you guys say that, uh, you know, Philly has the best chance of taking out Brooklyn because I do know that Embiid is a monster, you know, um, when he's healthy. But is that enough? Is no, Embiid I'm, enough? I'm you, yo, they better go get Bradley Beal. They go get Bradley, Ben Simmons deuces. Go get Bradley Beal. Like, I love Ben Simmons. He plays amazing defense he's a defensive player of the year caliber he and he's a very good passer but i rather have the guy that gets me the buckets in this game right now everyone for sure. everyone is scoring they don't care about defense i let's just be honest here how they many don't. players actually play defense yeah yeah handful and, yeah exactly and then on top of that it's just again it's the same thing with the Giannis thing I, you put Bradley Beal on the line, he's going nine for ten. Yeah, foul him all you want. He's gonna get his buckets. He's gonna keep scoring, and that's that's the thing. That's the difference. Plus the Chris Middleton thing, his mid range game. Everyone that makes an impact, like us, that makes an impact on a championship team, has a mid range game. Kyrie did it with Cleveland. LeBron got the fadeaway. LeBron's got the fadeaway. Kawhi in Toronto. Yep. Everyone KD. has that mid-range game that can, that opens up the game. And if you can't even develop that, you're never going to be the guy. Okay. So from this to another name who hasn't been talked about, obviously, because this player has said he wants to ride it out. Or from what scenarios I'm seeing, the Portland Trailblazers – Dames, I mean, C.J. McCollum, he's out for minimum one month. Nurkic looks like he's out for a minimum one month. They can easily fall out way below the playoffs. Obviously, we know how competitive the West is. Mm-hmm. Um, is it because Dame Lillard is not getting younger and he's still in his prime? Is it now time for us, not us, but should he now look around and be like, yo, I got I to gotta make a move? Yes. I feel like we all been feeling like this for a while, but we know how yeah. Damian Lillard is. He doesn't. He's he's ride or die, man. He's he's gonna ride with you until the wheels fall off. So, but I, I feel like we all could agree Damian Lillard should should have been looking for a different team years ago, because we knew that this Portland team was just not it. Yeah, what I do think you guys think? I think well, some stars just like loyalty actually destroys their legacy. Yeah, 100%. Because let's let's think about it. Mm-hmm. Westbrook would have ride or died with OKC his entire career if if PG wasn't such a – if PG wasn't PG. <laughs> yeah. let's, let, let's just be honest. He would have ride or died with OKC. And even though he got traded, OKC still loves him. 
right? So he would have ride or die there. And guess what? We'd just be like, yeah, Westbrook doesn't have a championship. He couldn't win with other players. Carl Malone, for 18 seasons, rocked it with Utah, won a couple MVPs, went to a couple finals, but guess what? He always ran into Michael Jordan. Yep. Even though he's on that, oh, he's second on the points list. We don't, we don't, he's, he's forgotten. That's what he is. Like these players, other than Kobe, Kobe won five. And Dirk, Dirk was able to win one. Dirk, even Dirk's one title, the fact that he brought it to Dallas, he's still the greatest European player ever. He's one of those guys that if he didn't win a ring, we'd always talk about, yo, Euro players are soft as hell. That's what they are. But the fact that he brought it there, some players' loyalty doesn't die, but some players, you just know, their legacy is just destroyed. It's not, yeah, I mean, like like Shaitan said, you know, maybe back in the day, staying on one one team, you know, for your career, you know, is, you know, it's respect. It, it, it you know, congrats. Like, it worked with Kobe, you know, it worked with Jordan. But in today's league, it, that's just not how it goes. There's just too many there's too many teams with too many great players that, you know, like, yo, you can't just stick around and wait for it to happen. If Dane wants to be the franchise player of the Portland Trailblazers and remain ringless, you know, that's a decision he has to, you know, that's the decision he's, that, that's what he's doing right now. But if he ever wants to take his legacy to the next step, I think he needs to leave the Trailblazers organization. Um, regardless of what they've done for him, but if he wants to win that chip, I don't think he's going to get it done and wasting his time on the trailblazers. See, I think it'd be different if like, if Portland was LA or, you know, New York, I mean, considering that New York is owned by James Dolan, but you know, like those big market teams, if Portland was that, Oh, who wouldn't want to play with Damian Lillard? If Portland had that nightlife that LA did, that Miami did, who's not going to Portland. That's the issue here. Yep. It's not Damian Lillard can't attract players. It's Portland can't attract players. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not saying no. no I, I know, I know talent. You know, of, of course, anyone wants to play with him. Yeah, they just don't want to go to Portland. No, and no some that, players that's the point I'm like making. like. Go ahead, Arun. Go ahead. Yeah, Arun. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. Some players they just they don't really care about winning. They they feel like I feel like Damian Lillard is one of those players that doesn't care about winning and doesn't let winning define who he is as a person and what his legacy is. He knows he's a realized dude regardless if he wins a ring or not like he's from oakland california he's from the projects man so i don't think he really cares about winning because obviously if he cared about winning he'll be on a championship team he would have forced his way out by now right i don't think that's the case though i think with mm-hmm. dame, with dame it's different it's he wants to win it where he is yeah yeah he wants to win it where he is and but he, now i just don't see that happening and yeah no you can see that though like dame he came into the league, right? Brandon Roy's on his last leg. Greg Oden and LA, LA was like ready to leave, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm the new guy in town. Like, ride my back. I got you. He hits that shot against like yeah, the Rockets. The Rockets. Right? And he's he's like, yo, I'm this guy. I'm the guy, right? If let's if. Portland doesn't make the mistake of drafting Odin, Katie, uh, not drafting Katie over Odin. We're talking about a completely different Portland team. Yeah. Like, I think it's just the bad luck that Portland's ran into. He's had good teams. 
it's just the bad luck. Like right now, we're talking about like CJ's out, Nurk is out. These guys are just falling like flies. It happened last year. It happened the year before. And they always get hurt in the postseason. Two years ago, I remember this man Damian Lillard had like crack ribs. Last year, McCollum had a bad back. Like every postseason, they just have the worst luck. And like even yeah. when they had like Wesley Matthews and stuff, where they were making like deep playoff runs, they had some key injuries even on that team. I yeah, like I think uh, Wes uh, uh, ruptured his Achilles that yeah, one he, too, and that he tore his Achilles, yeah, something like that. And like I think it's the the fact that he's. He the fact that he's aging now, I think it shouldn't even be like Portland and like the GM shouldn't even go out to Dame and be like, Hey, like, do you want to leave or not? At this point, I if I was the Portland GM, I would do right by my star player and just be like, I'm going to find the best deal. Once I have that deal come up, I'm gonna go talk to my guy and be like, I'm trading you. I'm sorry, but we can't do this because you deserve a ring, kind of thing. Like He's meant that much to the city, and even if he, even if he asked to be out, Portland's not going to boom. He rode with Portland as long as he could. He's what thirty-two years old now. He's not going to care. Thirty-two. Yeah, he's old. He's that old. Damn, yeah, bro, sure. what the hell? See, see, that, 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 that's exactly why I was saying, like, yo, I thought this man was like thirty. Yo, <laughs> we obviously know how good of a player Dame Lillard. Oh, no, he's thirty. He's thirty. He can score from anywhere he's on 30? the court, right? Yeah, I but when was... when it comes down to it, 10, 15 years down the line, um, I, I without a ring, I just feel like people are gonna forget about how good Dame is. Like right now, we know how good of a player he is, but without that ring, when you look back at it from 10, 15, 20 years from now, I don't think Dame Lillard is gonna get the respect that he deserves. Not from the casual fans, from fans like us, he'll well, definitely yeah, get yeah, respect. fans like us. But when you when you yeah, just. In general, when you look at you know when we talk about like the greatest point guard, you know mm-hmm. I feel like James Dame Lillard's name is just gonna get forgotten. Yeah. Yep. List I of think... all the great other point guards there are without that ring, but a ring in my opinion would solidify him um, and put him in a you know a whole new caliber, a whole new list of. I just... remember LeBron was trying to recruit him. Yeah. The Lakers. Because the Lakers can't get him. <laughs> yeah. There's no way the Lakers can... the Lakers get him. There's some cheating going on somewhere. What about the Clippers? Can they? I don't think he would want to go to the Clippers. That's true. But he would never team up with PG. Never. <laughs> he would never. PG would have to be in the deal. I don't know. <laughs> what would be a good fit? I think. I think I'm, this trade deadline. I think Bradley Beal is gone, in my opinion. But so I think wait, they, who do you think has? I'm telling you, Philly's gonna realize this dude ain't the guy. Benson, I, how have they not? If a casual fan like us have, you know, can realize that, how does how does Philly not realize that themselves? Statistics. It's Daryl Morey. And it's Morey Ball. It's he. I think he he's the new he can do anything. So he's giving it. He's, so Daryl Morey probably will give him like twenty. Th- because there's there was a I don't know if people saw this the James Harden deal the Sixers felt they had the deal in place yeah. and that was Ben Simmons going to Philly. Yeah. I mean going to Houston, but then Brooklyn came in. And he, they came in with that whole eight first round, four swaps, four picks, whatever. And that swayed them away. So Ben Simmons was already gone. He was gone for James Harden. And in my opinion, I love Bradley Beal more than James Harden. It's just my personal opinion. I love Bradley Beal because Bradley Beal, he got that dog in him that I don't think James Harden has. And so, his defense. so I would take uh, – and James and Bradley Beal, poor guy – he has almost never been a part of winning. He was a couple years ago with John Wall, but even then, 
um, they still weren't able to get to the conference finals or whatever. So I'm, I think like whatever the trade dead, deadline is, uh, March or end of February, whatever it is, if Philly, let's say Philly's like, um, they're okay. They're winning games. They're obviously, I keep winning games. But if they realize that this dude, Ben Simmons, is going to stay what he is right now, yo, Bradley Beal, let's go pick, a, pick the phone up. Make it happen. You know what Are I would you, do, though? Okay. If I'm Pat Riley, what? I want Dame Lillard. Dame, Jimmy, Bam. But you'd have to give up everything, in my opinion. All the all the young talent. You got to give up both shooters, and you got to give up Bam. That leaves you with Dame and Jimmy. What's the point of that, in my opinion? I know. If you could keep Bam, could you imagine going to Miami and be like, all right, we got to stop Dame, we got to stop Jimmy, and oh, yeah, Bam out of bounds still there. That would be ridiculous. Uh, well, matchup to watch is tomorrow, in my opinion. That's probably one of the games of the year right now. We got Lakers and Bucks. What a, what do people think about that? Even though it's early, obviously. You Lakers know, undefeated on the road. Lakers minus nine. Oh, I still Arun, how you feeling, man? I'm getting flashbacks the last the last time they met up. They really ain't December. playing good at home. If you really look at it, the Lakers, just it's early. Obviously, they don't give a shit. But at home, for some reason, they just don't like playing. Yeah, they're they're killing it on the road, these road trips. This road upcoming road trip for the Lakers, I think it's like a seven game road trip. It's gonna be extremely crucial. This is gonna tell us a lot about the Lakers. These upcoming like next seven eight games. So I'm excited. Tough, tough road schedule ahead. Well, update for everyone. And we were just discussing it. It's only game one. But right now at halftime, Cleveland is up on Brooklyn. And guess who has zero points? James Harden. Um, I mean. Kyrie got 17. <laughs> he has the most shot attempts. I mean, it is the first game, Abby. It's it is the first time. game. It's just, is it uh, James Harden has taken two shots and missed both of them? Okay. I, let's see how long this lasts. Hey, at least he's got five rebounds and four assists. Hey, right, yeah, right now it's looking all good, but obviously it's one game. I, I, listen, one, game. one of them has to come off the bench. It would be the best thing for them. Obviously, you don't want to pay that type of money for a, a bench player, but. But um, I just think their offense would run much better, like with Ab- like what Abby said, to play two of them on the court, one of them off the bench. That would be ideal. But I think they would. Any last words? I still think Kyrie would be so amazing off the bench. It, yeah. He's Lou Williams on steroids. He's Lou Will on steroids. He could you, but like if you think about it. If, let's split these quarters up, right? So we're playing 12-minute quarters. Kate, Kyrie comes in at the six-minute mark, right? He'll play three minutes with both Katie and James, right? You take both of them out for three minutes. For the last three minutes, the start of the quarter, you you keep Kyrie and you play one of them. If you stagger their minutes, it's not like they're playing bench minutes. That's the thing. Like, you can really do it, but someone has to be willing. And I think Kyrie has to be the one willing to do it. You can really do it, but that means you got to talk to that dude, and he ain't listening. If Carmelo Anthony wasn't willing to do it towards the end of his career, you're definitely not getting Kyrie to buy into that. So I think that's not even discussion. 
if Carmelo was willing to do it, he would have a ring right now. Possibly. I think he would because if you put him on in the right situation, if he was willing to go to LA with LeBron, he would eat. Come on. That would have been a situation he could have done it. He could have went to. Won a ring last year. And if it wasn't for the money, it wouldn't have been Chris Bosh that went to Miami. It would have been Carmelo yeah. Anthony. Yeah. And see, that that's the worst part is we're going to forget Carmelo because he doesn't have a ring. Yep. And it's the saddest thing because he is the third greatest scorer I've ever watched. That man could two. KD and Kobe. Yeah, oh, KD's. ever watched. Okay, okay. That that makes sense. Is it like, ever watched? Ever, like, I've said, there was this game, him and him and LeBron were just going back and forth, and guess what? He smoked LeBron. He would get LeBron on these fakes, just get him up in the air, draw the foul, make the bucket. Mm-hmm. He, he'd just look at LeBron like it was nothing. Denver Mello was different. That man was... He was a. He knew how to get a bucket. He know all. He knows all the like little things you need to do with your footwork and angles, just to get the shot off. He has it's, it's every movie in the book. Yeah, he was. I just can't believe that. In five years, we're gonna forget that uh, that Carmelo Anthony was probably the third greatest scorer we've ever seen. Get it about five years. There's already people forgetting about it right now. If, if you ask us, For Carmelo sure. in the league right now, people, some casual fan will probably be like, no. When he's in Portland, yeah, yep. And those baby blue jerseys of the Denver Nuggets were sexy as fucking Carmelo's man. I miss that days. That Kobe versus uh, Melo, Denver versus yep. Lakers series yep. was epic, yep. epic they, duel. The Denver Nuggets should have won to the finals that year. I they should have. They, they were, were the better team. Let's just sketchy refereeing. <laughs> All right, well that's it up for this one. All right, guys, that wraps it up for episode 21. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out.